Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the Absolute Worst Podcast. I'm Allison Royer. And I'm Dana Powell. Each week on our show, we seek and give free therapy by telling you our problems, asking you to tell us your problems, and then we just pray to God that any of it works out. We're basically the opposite of Oprah. <laughs> You're excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to know I've been stalking Oprah on Twitter. I know that's what you told me. Do you think she sees it? I don't know. Do you think she's scared? I would think so. I think Oprah has people that handle her. I think so too, unfortunately. But basically every time, you know, Dana's obsessed with social media. So she posts a new picture on Instagram every day. I don't like it. I think it's a necessary. Well, you do a good job of it. I just want to say, you know what memes are. It's all very impressive. And so I've started you know how you could tag somebody so i'll just tag oprah in all of our tweets in hopes that she i mean i do think we need her help i think everybody needs her help (laughs) yeah that's true too maybe that's the problem is like she can't help every single person that puts her in a tweet right which i just want to say speaking of twitter i don't like to brag dana so I am not trying to encourage people to not like us i promise oh god i feel like you are (laughs) but last episode i made a comment about how we haven't gotten any hate mail i don't even know why i was talking about that and then dana made me say like i'm not trying to encourage people to send us hate mail which i'm definitely not but i do think there's something about like once people start trolling you it's like a level of success right i really think that that's true so i don't like to brag or anything but i just want everybody if you don't follow us on twitter it's absolute worst podcast that's our handle that's also true for facebook twitter it's abs worst because somebody already has yeah but if you put an absolute worst podcast when you find it yeah probably (laughs) pretend to know how twitter works (laughs) and that's also if you want to find us on facebook we have a page there we also have an instagram is that everything yeah okay but anyway so somebody sent us this tweet i just want to read it i was so excited i'm like oh my god we've made it (laughs) so this guy who neither of us knows said 60 minutes to kill on treadmill episode seven of absolute worst podcast or absolute episode seven of handmaids on hulu could use a laugh so handmaids it is yikes so you fucking hate i was so happy dana was so upset she's like we need to block him this is terrible i didn't say block i was and honestly from that tweet he does need to watch handmaids (laughs) (laughs) so i replied to him and I said, uh-oh, looks like someone should have started a day with their dildo, a dildo up their ass. Yeah. Because, as you know, I have a theory that if you start your day by jamming a dildo into your asshole, the rest of your day is going to be better because it'll never be as bad as that moment was, at least for me, as someone who doesn't like things in their asshole. So um, he replied. Yes. And said, ha, I made a horrible decision. Should have gone with you guys heading in now, which I think he means heading into his asshole with a dildo, maybe? I thought he meant heading into oh, the to gym. Oh, to, <laughs> to the gym. Yeah, because that's he said 60 minutes to. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay. See, this is why I need to read all tweets on our show so that I can figure out what they mean. So his name is Scott Parks. And Scott Parks, if you're listening now, love you. So into you. I don't know what your intention was the first time. I don't know how you heard of our podcast, but I'm very into you. And I just want you to know that we support you. Okay. You're upset. I'm not upset. I just think that like. I don't, I you don't, don't think, think it he should was, be encouraging him. Yes. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. So let me. And just, I don't think he's a fan. I don't no, think I think he, he is. I think I if know. there's one person that gets us, it's Scott Parks. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love how you've taken on a mascot for us. Yes. 
he's our mascot. That's exactly right. Oh, God. I'm so into him. Okay. We did a lot of helping people in our last episode. I think so. But can I tell you? Please. So you know how um, we said... uh, we didn't have an answer. Right. For we the usually don't. Like, right. We try. <laughs> we try. We do try. But I got to tell you. Okay. So for a long time now, I've been wanting to do Audible, right? Yeah. And I feel like it's frivolous, which it's if like you don't know what that is. Books. E- books. Yeah. Okay. Audio books. Yeah. And so I felt like it was frivolous and I shouldn't be spending the money, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I decided, you know what? I'm going to do this for myself, at least for a month, yeah. you know? And I went to their website and it was like hey try one on us for free the first 30 days free you can cancel anytime okay so basically what happens is this is not an advertisement for audible i know i wish they would give me free audible for this but anyway basically you join you get a membership which is like 14.95 a month which i thought it was 20 it continues to feel like an ad for audible but okay Okay. so then you get one credit a month so you get one free book a month great right and then you get 30 percent off anything else again just continues to be an ad for audible (laughs) so Uh i was like oh okay cool i can try this out and see if i like it and one of the books that you could choose from was this book that like keeps popping up in my life okay right? i've seen it at every airport it's a very popular book apparently okay and i just kept hearing about it and blah 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 and it's called um you're a badass by jen sincero so now it's an ad for this book okay it, honestly it is okay <laughs> like i'm getting nothing from it but i just want to be this woman's best friend oh and um it's like how to live your life like the with the greatness you are or whatever okay so it's self-helpy which immediately is a turnoff for people uh-huh. but the reason i was interested in it is because she's very funny and she writes like as I was reading just even what the book was about and, you know, the fact that it's called How to Be a Badass, I mm-hmm. was like, this seems like something Allison wrote. Oh. Like, she just speaks like you. So you think I should write a book? Uh, Is that not what you're saying? I mean, sure. Go ahead. Write a book. I'll probably read it because yes. i am got this girl's book. You think me and this girl should be best friends, basically. I want to be her best okay. friend. Okay. What's her name? Jen Sincero. Her, wait. Her first name is Jensen? No. Jen. Oh. Anyway, so I downloaded this book and I'm listening to it and it's fantastic and it's not cheesy self-help. It's like, come on, don't be a fucking moron kind of like. So that's the thing that I would do. Yes. Okay. Based on last week's episode. Yes. Right. So anyway, I have started listening to it and it's phenomenal. Like it's really just like how to change the records in your head. Mm -hmm. And one of the examples that she uses is she has a lot of friends that say, how do I meet a good guy? Mm -hmm. I can't meet a good guy. There are no more good guys. And she's like, you know, my, my thinking on that is really, so your your friend that just met a really great guy that was the only that was the very last good guy in the world. Well, maybe that guy's actually a dick, is what I would say. <laughs> well, no. Anyway, she's her whole thing is like change that record for yourself, and okay. so this is what I would say to this person from the previous episode. Now having heard this, okay, um, it is hard. That's a Wait, given. Which question are you talking about? Remember the girl asked us, and we were so devastated because we had oh, no help. We didn't know, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. How do I meet a right? How do I meet someone? Or, we were like, I don't know. Go back twenty years and yeah, go marry your high school and boyfriend. Then I was That's like, was, all guys are horrible. And right. And then you said milk puss. I remember okay, now. Stop. I remember. <laughs> I got a lot of I emails this it. week about milk puss. No, you. Yes, didn't. I did. Oh no. I know. I think people are going to put it on a T-shirt. I no. Anyway. I didn't say it. Yes, you literally did. I didn't did. make it up. Okay. Oh. But anyway, your anyway, advice for this girl. She said, change the record in your head because we have these records that we say to ourselves like, I'll never meet a good guy. Yeah. There are no more good guys. Mm-hmm. My family has never made. Where have all the cowboys made, gone? That right. one girl wrote a song about right. it. Um, 
my family has never made good money. Mm-hmm. I have to work twice as hard at things as mm-hmm. everyone else. Which is true if you're a woman. So all of these things, she said, just stop saying that in your mind if you can and change it to, um, because we, well, it's, this is why I'm not a speaker. Sure. But um, she said, that's what you're attracting to yourself, which mm-hmm. I've kind of talked about before, mm-hmm. too. I think words are powerful. Mm-hmm. She said, try and change it, even if you're just faking it till you make it at first, even if you don't believe it yet. Change it in your mind, too. I'm ready to meet a good guy. Mm-hmm. Like, attract that to yourself. Dana, I want to applaud you right now. What? We have said many times on this show that, number one, we want people to help us with our problems, that we're going to try really hard to fix their problems, but that the third is that we want to build a community, because if we don't know the answer, we're going to try really hard to find it for you. Yes. And you fucking did. I did. You found an answer for this girl from last week. She said, you would be shocked how different and open and the vibe that you're sending out will actually attract those people, Mm -hmm. and they do exist. It also seems like we need to start stalking this woman. God, I love her. Yeah, I'll do that. I love her. Like, I do that. She says we find safety in those things that we say about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're learned from when we were children. Right. Like, my family has always said, well, we're just poor. Right. You know, and I tried to change that. I started letting go of things in my home that I wasn't using. Right. You know, whereas I would save those before because I'd be like, what if we got poor again? Right. So I kind of let that go. And it did change. Like, do you wash out the Ziploc bags? Has it gotten to that point yet? No. Okay, great. No. I just want to. And I won't. And I'm trying very hard not to do those sorts of things anymore. Right. Which, while we're on the subject, I wasn't going to read this until later, but. Because you're obviously doing a great job of therapizing people today because you found an answer. In the same vein, the woman from last week who we who wanted to like nature and we were confused by that, but she wanted to have a job in nature. Yeah. She sent me a text. Oh. It says, I listened to the episode last night. Dana's advice really resonated with me. <gasps> Wonderful. Now, I just want to also point out, she didn't say anything about my advice. Well. She didn't thank me for it's anything. It's just my week. This is one all. of my friends who's in my phone and texted my phone. <laughs> and her response was, Dana's advice really resonated with me, which is amazing. I mean. And, you know, can I just say this? Like, I hadn't listened to this woman's book yet when we recorded that episode. Yeah. Um, and she, one of the things she said is, find your passion. We all know what our passions are. Mine right? is food right so her advice would be find a way to implement your passion into your life right which is what i was saying to your friend like saying find a way to take her skills and her passion yeah and and use it in her life right for her life. which it sounds like you fixed her whole thing i can't wait and to see what I she does i really hope so and maybe that specifically isn't the answer but i hope she finds a way to really take her passions and her skills and make them work for her i hope she does too and just because you know, I need to feel good about myself today as well. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like you're getting a lot of pats on the back. Oh, my God. You got mad at me for recommending this book to you. And so did three other people. Yeah, I'm not going to read it under any circumstances. <laughs> Unless her and I become best friends, in which case I will. I'll still promote it, though. I mean, she sounds incredible. Great. It yeah. might be one of those things that we're like, I really want you to read it and tell me everything that it says. I'm happy to do that because okay, I'm really perfect. enjoying she it. She sounds incredible. She definitely said she knew she wanted to be a writer, but she was all about like art. And you know how sometimes as artists, yeah. we're like, it's not about money. And then we're like, how the fuck am I going to the bills yeah mm -hmm. right so she (laughs) said that she knew she wanted to be a writer but she also knew she didn't want to be stuck in a room alone in her apartment all the time yeah and she wanted to stop using the word apartment Mm, like me Uh uh-huh yeah i hate that and so what she did was you know put herself out there and she ended up getting into this 
you know, motivational speaking and self-help and stuff. But now she writes and travels the world. Like she found a way to meld all of it those. It feels like I should be a motivational speaker. Like that's what you're saying. I'll be honest with you. I think you would be a wonderful motivational speaker. Thank you for speaker. saying that. And yeah. it, which brings me to my next point really quick. In the same way that you got some fan mail, in a previous episode, I think it was episode five, there was a guy who was complaining about how he was basically, he had turned best friends with his ex-girlfriend. Yes, I remember. And... I got a lot of slack from people because I basically suggested that he go have promiscuous sex. That was my solution. Everybody ripped on me. I Dana did. said I, I was an idiot. More than one person <laughs> sent me messages being like, you're out of control. Yeah. This is the message he sent to me on Facebook. Okay. I just got done listening and I like your thinking trajectory, Allison. To clarify, we had stopped having sex after we broke up. And last Thursday, I had some porn type sex with a real lucky lady who I haven't seen since. Although I wouldn't mind it, he says. I feel better about the whole situation with the ex. Proving that I was fucking right about that. Good. And that, <laughs> that he feels better. He literally feels better. He had porn style sex, he says, with a lady he hasn't seen since, which is and exactly he, what and I he said, said to she do. He was lucky, which is like, he's yes. good about yes. himself. I love that. Isn't that amazing? And she so, was clearly a willing participant. So, so I just want to tell everybody who said that my idea was stupid to go fuck yourselves. I don't know if that's the way you should end oh, this. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> I just. Um, Want you Allison, to know that we're, we're totally all, having. We're doing it. We're having. We are like, literally helping people. This is like update corner a little bit. Yes. We're like, oh my god, this is helping. Like it's working because you know what? We may not know what we're doing, but golly, we, certainly we have the best intentions. We, that's right. We want so badly to help people, and I we're just gonna to be work happy. like hell to try. I want to be happy. I want people to have porn style sex with random people they're never gonna see again. That's if I could make one wish for everyone. Well, you got it. <laughs> I got it. And he says he feels great about the ex. Good. He's living it up. I'm he so went glad. on. I didn't read this part, but he went on to be like, "I'm going to be traveling for a couple weeks. I'm really excited." Which means the porn train's going to continue. Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> Let's not get into. It. Let's stop while we're ahead. You think so? Yeah. Well, it, in the same. Vi- so sorry. Before we move on. The way that we're getting these messages, I'm about to read an absolute yours because uh-huh. I think we also want to remember that, you know, we all have problems. We all struggle and we all do fucked up weird shit. And so in our absolute yours section, which is when we do your absolute worst story, which Dana hates the name of this. I can't stand it. But I, I'll and, never. Like and I will it. say I got another message from someone who said they also don't like it. I hate it. <laughs> And I and you're just pushing. I just it. feel like we're in too deep. It's we called are absolute at this point. It's this just point. one of those things that I hate and you love. Yeah. So. so, but this is if you want to send us a problem, if there's something in your life that you want an answer to, you can email us at absoluteworstpodcast.com. Same thing for if you have a story that you want to share, something ridiculous that happened to you, and we want to all you know, find solidarity and mm-hmm. how we're all fucked up. Same yeah. thing. You could email us at absolute worst podcast. I keep saying absolute yours. Absolute worst podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. So I want to read this to you really okay, quick. Okay, before you do, can I also say, Allison and I also have a request in return for like, A, either just entertaining you for how dumb we are or B, if we actually help you in some way, please rate 
yeah. review and subscribe She's to right us. about that. We're trying so hard. Like, we're such a DIY project. We don't have a studio behind us. And we're in my apartment right now. Right. <laughs> we forced her husband to take the baby out for a walk. Part. That's correct. Like, my husband just has to deal with me not being home every single And in the weekend. same way that I'm stalking Oprah, I also started stalking Chrissy Teigen. I just feel like she would like this show. Yeah, I think she would, too. Right? So I've told so her to please, like it on like, Twitter. So please, like, reward us. Gone to her garbage rate, pile. review. Um, we just want need to get noticed. Yeah, and that helps. We us just want to support more people. So yes. tell everyone you know. Yes, that's all I'm saying. Great. Okay, so we're gonna read this. I almost wrote the name of who it's from, but I can't because no, we keep them anonymous. We yeah, do keep everyone's them anonymous. anonymous. So I can tell you that it's a boy. This okay. is a man's story. Okay. Much like Allison's recent story, I too woke up after a booze-fueled evening in a stranger's bed. Which story did I tell? You have a lot of those. It's true. I my think head this one was... happened to be in Brooklyn or something. Oh yeah, when I, I woke know. up in Brooklyn. Oh no, New Jersey on New accident. Jersey. My head was at the foot end of the bed, and as I came to through my boozy, hungover fog, I realized I was completely naked. <sighs> that happens. Upon further inspection, I was alone and leading and leading to me was a trail of clothing. As I followed my trail into the living room, I began to recount the previous night. This guy sounds like a blackout drinker. I'm super into that. (laughs) I went home with a stranger, drank, made out, passed out at some point. The stranger was now in the shower. As I gathered my clothes, I became suddenly overwhelmed with the urge to urinate worse than I had in quite some time. Sure, because you just woke up and you've been drinking all night. With the stranger in the bathroom, my situation turned into crisis mode as my urethra began throbbing from my body's natural reaction to expel the previous evening's Bud Light and Rumplemint shots. I once threw up Rumplemints all over my childhood room, and it smelled like... um, is Rumpelman's peppermint? Yeah. It smelled like peppermint. As I quickly assessed my surroundings, I determined the potted plant in the hallway was not an option as it didn't have a tray underneath it. That's very... Like astute. the fact that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the amount of urine I was holding would certainly make its way to the bottom of the pot. The only solution was to use the kitchen sink inconveniently right next to the bathroom door. Why is the kitchen? Why is the bathroom next to the kitchen? I don't know. What the fuck? I stood on my tiptoes and began urinating in the sink with the water running, splashing my former lover's dishes and cutlery Ugh. while sensibly rinsing it down the tap, down with the tap. Unfortunately, oh no. With the tap running, I needed to intermittently stop the water and my stream of pressurized urine to ensure the shower was still running so I wouldn't get caught. Oh, my God. (laughs) This painful stop-start motion was further complicated when I realized that the stopper was unknowingly blocking the drain. And my (laughs) dark, he calls it my dark toxic urine. Why was Mixed with tap water slowly crusted the final layer of dirty dishes. I managed to find the fork drawer on my first try, pried their stopper out of the sink, and rinsed everything down just as the shower turned off. I promptly got dressed and requested a ride home so I could finish my bathroom business to great relief. Wait, he requested a ride home from the guy or he like called an Uber? What do you mean from the guy? Oh, because he's gay. I know this guy. Oh. So there's so Dana, not all men are with women. No, like I some understand. Men I just didn't know how you knew that for sure. Women and, uh, I would definitely Uber. I wouldn't. Yeah, he probably didn't ask the guy to give him a ride home, home, right? Yeah. I'm going to tell you. So one time, I'm pretty sure this person doesn't listen to our podcast. So I think this is safe. One time. Um, I had sex with like my friend in a blackout. That happens. But we've stayed friends. He's still my friend to this day. Oh. But 
like a little things got a little dicey after we slept together and then um we had kind of like rekindled this was all years and years ago when i was still living at my parents house actually or maybe i I think i was still living there or maybe i was like i was at least there spending the night so this was like after we had like rekindled and we're like back to being like best friends and we went out one night and got wasted and i think even like it was like a moment for me of like um like I kind of had my comeback because that night he tried to make out with me and I was like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like I had already accidentally slept with him. It didn't work out. We stayed friends. And then he tried to hit me up again. And I'm like, you gotta go. Right. So he went up, we were at my parents' house and he slept in my brother's room. Maybe I was making out with someone else that night. I can't remember why I didn't make out with him. But in the morning he was gone and all the sheets were ripped off my brother's bed because he had pissed the bed in the middle of the night. Oh no. (laughs) Did you ever pee at your pants? Like as an adult? Um, no. Okay, well, you're not better than everyone. You yeah. have said that you've pooped your pants. I don't know. Did I? Well, yeah. I mean, you've said it on a previous podcast. Did I? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe we did talk about this already because I used to pee in my water bed all the time on yes. accident. Yeah. yeah. So I've peed my pants several times. That's, that's just not one of my issues, but believe me, I have several others that are. What do you mean? Oh, my God. Like, I drool. All oh, the time. okay. Like if I'm concentrating. Like sleep issues. It's not during sleep, Alice. You just drool in <laughs> just your life? During the what day. are you talking about? If I'm like, like a dog? Writing, uh-huh. What? If I'm writing and focusing really hard, sometimes I just drool. What are you talking about? <laughs> How is that a problem that you have? I don't know. It just is. I'll tell I you. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I once had sex with a guy that was dressed like a priest. Because it was Halloween. Oh, God. (laughs) This is awful. And I've also... Have you ever had sex with someone and you didn't remember their name? No. Oh. Me neither. That would be weird. I think... (laughs) I think Um, a lot of people have. I mean, this guy... So I wonder if he had sex with him or not. Well, it would seem that way if he was naked in his bed. Yeah, probably. probably. Although I've woken up... I've totally gone home with people. And, like, we were so drunk that we just, like, forgot to have sex. And so in the morning, you're like, fucking thanks for the memories, bro. Wow. Yeah. Like, you just get back. It seems like a good idea. It's like four in the morning. It's the last call. You're like, let's keep the party going. If you don't have cocaine, that's not going to work out usually. I, you know, I probably, if it's four in the morning, I've been drinking for a long time now. (laughs) You know, at least four hours. But sometimes maybe I started at 4 p.m. You know, maybe I had a disco nap. Maybe I threw up and peed my pants at some point. That's happened. Is it sad that all of this sounds exciting to me, especially if it was in a foreign country? Yes, it is sad. I don't know. Do people want to do that? If if you think that peeing, because I'll tell you one night. It's not about the pee, Allison. You get that, right? I, no, I don't. Because oh. I'm telling a story about how I pee my pants No, a I'm lot. just talking about how every sentence you've started this episode with is, I had sex with this person once. Oh, well, I think the problem is if you're having a lot of blackout sex, it's not like I really remember a lot of how great it was. Um. I remember a lot of the times I peed my pants because that'll startle you. You know, that'll <laughs> that doesn't snap say you right a lot back. for the guys you were sleeping with either. To be no, honest. because you're not going to meet, you know, like I'll tell you, I had a one night stand once when I was sober and it was fantastic because I remembered it. 
Like, he'll probably go down in history as the best one-night stand I ever had. Yeah. Because I remember what happened. The best one-night stand. Not person you've ever been with, but, like, one-night stand. Oh, no. I'm not best say sex. something and it's going to be controversial. Not best sex you've ever had. I'm going to say that my husband wins that category. Oh, awesome. You heard that shit. Oh, yeah. I'm not awesome. about to marry somebody I don't have great sex with. Fuck Yeah, that. you can't. Are you kidding? You cannot. I don't need a roommate, won't. bitch. I'm going to need good sex. Yeah. Got to. Yeah. That's important for both of you. Yes. Always remember that. So no, he... My sister was dating someone that she felt like their intimate life was not exciting. Oh, I had that before. And I was like, don't... He's wonderful, but you guys are not compatible in that way. And it will make you unhappy. If you don't have great sex, you're just friends. You're just friends. I'm telling you right now. Actually, maybe we're accidentally helping someone who has had that as a problem. It doesn't mean that person isn't wonderful. If you really like somebody and they look great on paper and they make great money and they're self-supporting and they're really nice and they care about your feelings... And they can't make you come. You got to go. Yeah. And you got to do it for them, too, because you're probably not doing it for them. It's such a... And anybody that tells you that you can, like, teach them to get better, they're lying. There's somebody out there that matches them. Yeah. And they're probably, like, a snoozy, boring girl that... Well, maybe, but it's a compatibility issue. Yeah. You're best friends with that person. You're not their lover. Yeah. Yeah. We just accidentally tried fixing people's problems. This guy just peed in a... This guy didn't even have a problem. Not really. He just peed in a sink. He was really embarrassed. It is an absolute yours, though. It's terrible. Yeah. Who wants to do that? What's your most, like, random sex story? I don't think I have any. What do you mean? I don't... So you've only ever had sex with people that were, like, your boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, ish. Yeah. What do you mean ish? I don't know. I don't want to talk about this. What? Yeah, I don't but like you have it. to. Why? Because this is our show and we talk about things no, like that. No, our show is not Dana reveals all her sexual history to <laughs> wow. the world. You're so, this is why, why are you saying I have friends that ask me these questions. I'm like, I'm not telling you. Why? It's for me. So you'll that's tell us that you people, pooped your people, pants on a beach, but yeah, you're not going to tell to. us. That's the difference. Like when you, people say, tell me your biggest fantasy. I'm like, fuck no, that's for me, not you. Okay. Well, I don't need to know your fantasy because I'm not trying to like enter you, but <laughs> you want to just tell us like a random sex story? Nah. You do. You don't even have a weird thing. I that have told once. you one before when I begged my husband to have sex with me on the <laughs> the bed. Well, outside. you also said that you ran into the guy at Applebee's. Yes. So see, I'm not that rude <laughs> with my stories. So that's all you've got, though. You don't have another weird story. I mean, I, I do, so but I, I'm not. You're not going to tell us. Yeah. That's bullshit, Dana. Why? I'm not forcing anybody to tell them me shit. <sighs> you're going to have to edit all this then. We don't want to be a part of your life if you're not going to share with us. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not I mean, there yet. I'm not okay, there yet. I get it. I get that. I understand. I um, I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like you already know all my weird things. I think you think you're weirder than you are. You think so? Uh huh. You don't think it's weird to sleep with a priest? He wasn't a priest. He was dressed like a priest. <laughs> you don't think it's weird to wake up in New Jersey after you've been drinking in Brooklyn? I think a lot of people do it. You do? Yeah. Okay. Then I guess this one was, this was a, a weird one and you can tell me if it is or not. Okay. I was at a bar. Oh, did I ever tell you about how I dated a couple? So this is actually something that happened to me. When I was in Chicago, you know, I'm a blackout drinker mm-hmm. and I was working at this um like concert venue basically it was like i was like working at a bar basically i was a a cocktail waitress and my one of my girlfriends was a bartender and then her boyfriend was in charge of like the sound for the theater Uh for this for this music place what do you call that like a concert venue Venue. a venue yeah yeah 
And so she was also my Coke dealer. So like she was my friend, <laughs> but she also sold me Coke. Okay. Okay. It's just like, what? I don't want to make you think that she wasn't my friend. She was. She just also sold me Coke. Right. Just a given circumstance. Yeah. So it was a night. So this was at a time in, I was living in Chicago and I had like this very big bathtub. It was a very big and I was living with three guys. And so what would happen is I would get drunk and then I would invite people to come back to my house to go swimming. And I can see now how that is like misleading. But I was real drunk and I was with these two people and I was like, oh, my God, you should come back to my house. and We should go swimming. And they were like, that sounds amazing. So it's a bathtub. You're not going to put a bathing suit on. So we go home. Oh my. We get into the bathtub. And we're like drinking and smoking and having a great time. And then they were like, you know what? It's too late. I think we're just going to spend the night. I was like, great. No problem. Now, I had a single bed at the time. Literally like a single sleeping bed. Like a twin size? Yeah, twin size bed. So it was the guy on the end and then my girlfriend in the middle and then me on the other end. And like an I. (laughs) Exactly. No, not like a capital I. Oh. No. So we were all in a row. Okay. Like Lincoln Logs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but in this twin bed. So I, I don't know what happens for you when you just go to bed naked with two other people. No, I don't do that. But go ahead. Okay, well, I had sex with them inevitably. Like, it's just what happened. We had a threesome. It was great. We were young. We had been swimming. Oh. It's just life. No, you weren't swimming. You took a bath. <laughs> Regardless. Don't try to minimize our story. So in the morning, then we all had to go back to work together, you know, like because the morning, of course, is like 5 p.m. The next day we're tired and we've been drinking all night. And now we have all this Coke, which is great. So we wake up, we do some Coke, we start our morning routine, but it's 5 p.m. And we all go back and meet at work again. Well, so when you're working with people and you just slept with them, like, I don't know if it's like this for everybody, but we just started to make like um, like a habit out of it. Because I would work all the time and they were there all the time. Now they know about this bathtub. She's already my Coke dealer. So now I'm just literally dating a couple. Like now I'm actively participating in this threesome. But I mean, like sometimes we would stay at my house. Sometimes we would stay at their house. We would get dinner together. We would go to the movies together. I mean, I was like, I took it very seriously. Like at the time, I'm like, this is the most mature relationship I have ever been in. Maybe it was. And it might have been. And like other guys would hit on me or be like, oh, are you seeing anybody? And I'd be like, yeah, I am seeing several people right now. Because I was like dating this couple. So this went on for upwards of a year that I was dating this couple. And unfortunately, the way that it ended is I was at another, I was at a bar. I was blackout drinking again. I just, it was just one of those nights where I couldn't be held responsible for my actions. Well, well, you wouldn't be. No, I couldn't. I mean, I was literally on autopilot. There was nothing I could do because in my best state, I was not going to cheat on my boyfriend and girlfriend that I was in a couple with. I wasn't going to cheat on the threesome relationship. But with enough alcohol, there's just nothing you can do. And so I was blackout drinking. I remember I met this guy at a bar. He liked the Chicago Bears. I liked the Chicago Bears. He liked beer. I liked beer. Mm -hmm. It was sort of like over. Mm -hmm. And I woke up at his house the next day and I felt bad because I had to go break up with my couple. I was like, well, now I have to break up with them because I've cheated. So I went back and I said, and also because I think I spent the night at his house and when I woke up in the morning, he was like, um, hey, I have to go to work. Here's the keys to the apartment. You live here now. Don't forget to walk the dog. Oh, my God. But That's Dana, kidnapping. I literally lived there for a year. Okay. That's kidnapping. That was that syndrome that Elizabeth Smart had. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. 
Okay. So I had to go back and break up with them. And I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I met this guy. He's really nice. They were concerned. They're like, does he fulfill your needs? There's just the one of them. You know, it was hard. We tried to stay friends and like double date after that, but it just, it didn't work. Yeah. So I guess that's like my, that's maybe my wildest sexcapade. It was a long one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you mean the story or the, the fact no. that that counted like in two years? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, you're time. right. It wasn't a good sexcapade sex because I was literally with him for a lot of months It wasn't and months. a capade. It, yeah, was, it was a, a relationship. Marathon. It was yeah. a sexathon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're both still my Facebook friends. I wonder if they listen to our podcast. That's nice. I wonder if they added someone in your place. No, because now they're not together anymore. Oh. I know. It was I was upset. Yeah, I just am one of those people that don't believe that polyamory works. It only works if you're the pinch hitter. Like it is an incredible like if you're the third I person. I think it's possible to love more than one person. For sure, sure we're capable of that. Okay. But actually being in an active relationship with more than one person, I'm not capable of it. Yeah. I am. Well, I, think I for, hate sharing. Sure. <laughs> I think for me it was perfect because at the they time. lived together mm-hmm. and I didn't. So they yeah. would have to deal with the consequences of having just had a third person in there that they both had sex with. Right. And I just got to go back to my apartment. So if you're the, th- the third person that's right. joining a relationship, it's a delight it's because easy. you get to piece the fuck out afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But if it's your relationship, like even now, I would never have a threesome with my husband yeah. ever. Because I, it just, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. Some people can do it. I'm just not one of them. I'm not one of them. No. Yeah, yeah absolutely not. It's just not been my thing. But I don't think it makes people a bad person either. No, of course not. Like, I just want to say I have I'm to say I'm, about it. Well, I know, and it's weird because it's... I think that you're, like, more sex- sexually liberated than you let on. <laughs> do I you? think that that's true. Hmm. I do. Why are you hmm. just awkwardly smiling? I don't know what to say. Are you say masturbating over there? I oh can't my God. see most of your body. <laughs> what? No, I'm just asking. You just put like a light in your eye. In front of you. I don't know. I was saying that you're like more sexually liberated. No, it just reminded me of when your friend said I was closet kinky, which made me giggle. Yeah, you are closet kinky. Oh, that's never. that's right. That's actually the best way to describe it is your closet kinky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh boy. <sighs> Do you think we should help some people's help with problems again yeah because now we've identified my friend who i accidentally just said his name again who peed in a, a plant you just said his name no i accidentally almost did oh, oh i almost just said his name oh no i luckily didn't good he peed in a sink and got away with it yeah i had sex with two people for a long time and forgot to break up with them and i wish i could do and you're that, closet you know, kinky foreign country <laughs> <laughs> i guess we're going to talk about like love and sex today this seems to be a recurring topic it's going to come up because people that's what people want to it is about. i mean it, this is a good one actually so this person wrote in she says why do i still at 39 years old gravitate towards married men Oh, or men that are unavailable in some way. And she says, I mean, besides the obvious, I'm afraid of real intimacy. I have low self-esteem, etc. Right. So she already answered her own question. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, because going back to this um, Jen Sincero book, uh-huh. if I may. You may. Um, she would say all of those things that she listed right there are reasons that she does it. That's what she gets from it. Right. It's safe. It's like all of these things when we say these things. Like, I am always attracted to married man. Well, why do you say this? Because it's easy. It's safe. There's not, you have intimacy issues, all of those things. So it's time to change that. Well, I think the other thing, and I I think we've talked about this before, between like, I think sometimes the problem with therapy is they tell you like, oh, this is why you're like that, right? Right. But that's only half of the battle. So like knowing why you're like that doesn't fix the problem. No. So it's like, okay, so this woman's halfway there, right? She's like, I sleep with married men. I know I have low self-esteem. I know I have intimacy issues, right? So then the next step is, bitch, stop sleeping with married men. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, you need to cut it off before it even happens. If someone shakes your hand and they have a wedding ring on, you need to get the fuck out. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think you're right. Um, And I think what she needs to do now, like she's already identified why she does this and what she gets from it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think my challenge to her would be um, on the flip side of that. So you've got that list. Now make a list of reasons why uh, you shouldn't. Yeah. Right. And then make a list of things you could do instead. Well, and I think part of it, too, is I mean, she kind of said it right. Like she has low self-esteem, but you know, part of that is, too, is, like, feeling like she doesn't deserve more. You know, like, all I'm ever going to... Which is, I guess, just parroting what you kind of said, which, like, I'll never do better than... Like, a a regular man would never want to be with me. And I know that somebody would never want to be with me. So I'll just be with this married man because then I don't have to deal with the rejection. Because if a married man rejects you, of course he did because he's married. Right. But if somebody else rejects... you're the jerk, not me. Right. You know? Right. And if somebody else rejects you, then you have to take a look at that. Like, it's vulnerable to try to date, right? Yeah. And I'll say, too, it's understandable why a married man would seem attractive because you th- you tell yourself in your mind, this is a man who cares for others. This is a mm. man who's a protector. This is a man who... I don't think that's true. That man's a dick. R- exactly my point. Mm-hmm. Like, we see the outside of what we would want, but the reality is he's not all those things mm-hmm. you're saying because he's cheating with you. I know two married couples right now, and the two people are cheating. Uh-huh. And it's driving – I can't even speak to either one of them. Really? It, it, it just – and I don't mean that from a place – I guess it is judgment, right? Because I'm like, just fucking get divorced. Like, what are you doing? You're not – you're not a teenager. You're not like too afraid. Like they're know, both Allison, married. They both have children. I'm I like, get, get the fuck out. Okay, what are but you doing? let me talk to you as a person who's been married for a long time. And I've also talked to my mom about this, who also has been married for okay. twice as long as me. When you get older, things are not so black and white, and especially in in today's society. Okay. I'm not saying it's right, Seems but what like I are. no, I'm not. But what I am saying, and you and I have kind of talked about this too. People do it in different ways than we do. We expect so much from our one partner, right? Too much. What used to take a village, we now expect from a single partner. Okay. So you, in the way that you and I have talked about, um, we kind of use each other in this podcast mm-hmm. and our friends when things aren't going right in in our relationship or our friendships or whatever mm-hmm. to fill those holes. Mm-hmm. We go somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? So that's what these people are doing. They're filling the holes. They're filling the holes, and it's just misguided and not with going dicks. to. They're filling the holes with dicks. Well, yeah. I just want. I don't know if you made that. That connection yet, but that's yes, what you're saying. but I think it's more than just dickery. I yeah, think but I don't also think that like, that's fair. There's intimacy and there's um, making no, I, you feel better about yourself. But I'm not yourself. confused about why they're doing it, I right? Get and why I'm not saying it's it, right. Stop doing it. 
I think that's easier said than done when somebody's filling those holes for you. Stop saying filling holes because I know, all I, I think know. about is dicks in vaginas. Know, because I'm already said that talking before, about I'm sex. I'm saying um, um, fulfilling a need that they feel like their partner is not. No, I get it. Right. I'm not confused about why people cheat. They just need to stop doing it. Right. But I don't think it's that easy. When somebody's making you feel good, it's harder to push that away. But I think there's I'm a not moment. It's right. I feel like this is from a movie or something, but there is that moment. Like, it's funny. We've talked about this too of like, you know, feeling attracted to other men. Uh-huh. You know, like, I legitimately cannot remember the last time that I got like a twinkle in my eye for some fucking rando because most, I think, Instead, you have to have your guard up to some degree of like, I'm not available. You know, like there's I've been in situations before where if you're on a cast or whatever, where there's sort of like a predator guy or a guy that all the girls are like, yeah, he hit on me. Yeah, he hit on me, too. I'm typically the one that they didn't because I'm like, there's nothing here for you, bitch. Right. I'm not available. Sure. Don't fuck with me. I don't want don't tell me I look cute. Yeah. I don't care that you like my dress. Go fuck yourself. Right. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to be at that level. But if you're unavailable, you need to be unavailable. And and obviously these people have put themselves out there. But I think you and I are very different. I think you have that, that like, I'm not available, bitch. <laughs> Don't tell me my dress looks nice. I am like that. And I am the girl that's like, oh, my God, you like my dress? Thanks. Oh, God, I hate that shit. <laughs> Do you know what I actually, this is like a weird, I think, disorder. I'm not sure. Actually, if anybody knows why I'm like this, please let me know. So I dress down a lot. I barely ever have makeup on. I'm, I literally just tweeted the other day that my dress I wore to work on Friday had like holes all over it. Right. Dana and I talk about this a lot. That I'm like an under... I don't want to say an underdresser because it's not <laughs> like I don't have clothes on. But I dress down for sure, you okay. know. And not like a cute like Ralph Lauren ponytail way. Just like, you know, homeless vagrant way. Okay. <laughs> but sometimes... It, Particularly, like, if I go to work and I have an audition, I will put makeup on or a dress or whatever I need to, like, do to look, like, moderately attractive. I can absolutely tell the difference when I'm dressed up, Uh how men treat me versus when I'm not. Yeah. And it fucking angers me to no degree. Even, you know, I work in this big building, so it's pretty standard if we're all getting on an elevator that a man will let you go by. Yeah. When I'm not dressed up. They walk right past me. And when I Are am, you serious? Oh, yeah. And when I am dressed up, they're like, oh, let me get the door. And I'm like, fuck you, you stupid fuck. Like, I get so mad. <laughs> so I almost like can't wear makeup because it's too upsetting. Is this a real thing? I guess so. I mean, it makes sense to me. I definitely know what you're talking about. I think just generally speaking, I don't do it for men. So I really don't care. I don't do it for men. I know. Either, but you're, you notice that it getting makes the a attention. Difference. I'm like. Are you fucking serious? And as a matter of fact, I used to do this all the time when I was drinking. I would saddle up to the bar in my fucking tie-dye on my overalls. And whoever stuck around, I'm like, you get to have sex with me tonight because I look crazy and used to want to have sex with me. <laughs> oh, Lord. You won the lottery tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This poor... Why are we off to... The first guy had an absolute yours and we... We 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 tried to fix a problem, so I remember we just did that. And now this person has a problem, and I'm just also saying my own problem. I don't it's know. It's getting very convoluted today. <laughs> uh, what do you think she's going to stop having sex with married men? Not until she makes that decision, because there's always going to be 
a married there's always going to be someone that's going to approach you. I think that this person is afraid of rejection. Mm-hmm. I think I that's more than anything else is because yeah. if she's... And having to stick around and show up. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you have to just go out into the dating pool and somebody doesn't like you, then you may have to take a look at something in yourself. You know, it's hard. If mm-hmm. when we, we did an episode about this, about feeling rejected. You know, like you're going to be rejected a million times before you find that person that you're going to marry to some degree if that's what you're looking for, yeah. you know? Um So to have to go down that road and feel like, you know, if she doesn't have the self-esteem to like have a new relationship not work out and to be able to walk away with that from that without her feeling like, oh, my God, it was my fault. I'm terrible. I'm this and that. Yeah. Because if a married man rejects her, of course, because he's married. Yeah. So she doesn't have to take any ownership. Right. So I feel like the best advice we can give this girl is like, listen, you need to get on one of those dating sites you need to find people that aren't married and you need to go on dates and know that if it doesn't work out it has nothing to do with you yeah literally or even just don't date for a while yeah i know this girl she's lovely she literally is just work on liking yourself more and knowing that that like you said i i fully agree with that 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 rejection has nothing to do with her it literally doesn't Mm -mm. because dana said this the other day is like three percent of people you meet just aren't going to like you they're just not going to and there's other people that like i really like but i'm like we're just not compatible yeah you know Mm -hmm. like the guy that i didn't want to have sex with but he was really nice Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. everything about him we love there's people i've tried to be friends with like legitimately tried and reached out and kept asking them to lunch and yeah text them and they just were not interested in being my friends yeah <laughs> and i'm still acquaintances with them and it's very pleasant right but we're not close because they just didn't want to be right and it's like well that doesn't have anything to do with me that's just they they didn't want to be my friend and that's okay right and that's the thing it's, it's not like, that they don't like okay. me yeah and also if it i mean it obviously depends on what her goals are to some degree because if her goal is to get married, it's likely not going to work out with a married man. Yeah, no, it's definitely And even if her not. goal is just to, like, find companionship. They're never going to be your companion because it's not somebody gonna, else always comes first. Right. And also because you're causing harm. You know, like, you are... There, I do think there's some, like, karmic thing there. Is, like, if you're kind of fucking with a family. Yeah. That... And it's not going to be good for your psyche. You know, if it wasn't her, you're going to get a lot of parking else. tickets. That's all I'm saying. Right. <laughs> if it wasn't her, it would be someone else. And it's like, why, why, why you be the one? You don't. Yeah, that's a good that. point too. Because yeah. if she's having self esteem issues, you just told her she's a dime a dozen, so that's super helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean she's a dime a dozen. I mean that man is going to choose to be with another woman, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's never going to fucking man up and show up in his relationship and do the necessary work to be married. He's always going to be chasing tail. Right. And I think Or that as Dana would put it, he's gonna find another hole, hole to stick <laughs> so his terrible. fucking dick I'm in. Sorry. Jesus, you have an Eva's corner today oh, for no. sure. Maybe. You don't even do it on purpose. You're just like, fine, fill the hole. Oh no. I feel like your solution for everybody is fill the hole. <laughs> fill it. Dana's just over here masturbating, demanding oh, people fill God. holes. It's just so not reasonable. <laughs> You make me sound like a monster. Oh my god! I just feel like we're already down 
the rabbit hole. <laughs> we should just do another love one because I have a couple like okay. relationship ones. So here's another question. Okay. <clears throat> do you guys ever sometimes come across something that makes you think of an ex? Then you start thinking about them and wondering, oh my God, she literally says rabbit hole. Then you start thinking about them and wondering what they are up to. Do you ever wonder if your ex is ever thinking about you? It's a weird rabbit hole to fall in. LOL. This episode is going to be called The Holy Holes. The Land of Holy Holes. The Land of Holes. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Right off the bat, yes. Really? Oh God, yeah. You have an ex that you think about and think you should still be together. Oh, I don't know if I, I definitely don't think we should still be together. But you think about but I think about an ex, um, and it was my first love, mm. you know. Um, and I, we have since obviously everybody does this to show that you're okay. We were children, obviously, when we were together, uh-huh. but like we're Facebook friends now, and he's very successful and very happily married and has two children. Um, but I, I recognize by his Facebook feed, just the few things that have popped up or whatever, we still have so much in common. Oh, really? Yeah. It's yeah. really interesting. And I cared about him so much. I would have married him and it would have been the biggest mistake of uh-huh. my life. Yeah. yeah. So it's random because if I would have answered this question at a different time, because I did think about an ex quite often. Mm-hmm. I'm not the best judge though, because I ended up marrying married him. him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... You know, Robbie was definitely a thread through my life where I w- he was my first love. Yeah. I would be in other relationships. I would compare to him to some degree. And it's funny because so many people know my story that, you know, I ended up years later going, you know, being back with my childhood boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. And I think to some degree it gives a lot of people like false hope. I don't think that's the norm necessarily. I don't think so either. You guys were meant to be Yeah, together. I do think that yeah. that's true. And I think the other thing that people forget is the timeline of it. You yeah. know, it was a long time. I'm 36 years old. I met Robbie when I was 18 years old. Yeah. We've only been married for two years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. so there was almost a decade that we were apart. So it's like, yeah, if you want to sit around for 10 years and see if right. that's really the person you're supposed to be with, I mean, have at it. I can say with, with without a shadow of a doubt, that was not the person I was right. supposed but to be Right, but you think with. about them. Because it do, feels like yeah. this person is... Do you sometimes think about an ex? Do you ever wonder if you're... I mean, I'm curious. Is this person married? Are is they in a relationship? wanting to re-spark a yeah, relationship? Yeah, like, is she saying that... He I just, think everybody thinks about an ex at some point. Yeah, I speak to two of my exes. Yeah. I mean, I call them, okay, you know, like once or twice a year just to see how they're doing. But mm-hmm. I'm pretty up to date. One of them's dead. So, hey, you Ooh, know. your job got easier. <laughs> <laughs> Why are all my friends dead? My life is crazy. Um, so, yeah. You know, like, I want to know what her next question is. Like, is she thinking that she needs to get back? I wonder back? if she thinks it's wrong that she thinks about an ex. No. It's I think not. if you're just, no. if you're, you I know, like Dana's doing right too. now, masturbating to that person that and word. you're in a, in a relationship, then maybe, I don't even think that's really a problem. If you're masturbating to an ex? Yeah, like if you're, say you're married and you're masturbating to your ex. I'm well, not, as long as it's not replacing the intimacy you have with your spouse. Well, sure. Like if yeah. you're, but masturbation in and of itself is that, right? Like, no, I don't think so. Unless okay. you're doing it instead I guess the, of. Now I'm just intimate. like going off on a tangent of yes. like, is it okay to fantasize about an ex Definitely. while you're masturbating? Oh, it's okay to fantasize. If it happens to be about an ex, just don't let it overcome like the amount of intimacy you have with your spouse. Okay. So we're just saying, we don't even know if this person's with someone. 
No, I don't think it matters. I think she's asking, is it Well, what it if okay? it does? Because what if she's like, I think about them so much, I want to rekindle. Right, but she's not asking that. She said, do you ever do it? That's so true. So she's wondering if it's okay. And I would say whether she's with someone or whether she's not, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay to think about an Just don't let it overcome. Right. Anything. God, Even everything if you're you say today, why do you have to say come like that? Like, I just feel like everything that's coming out of here. I don't know. It's just you now. Are so verbally horny. No, today, you are you're reading into you're, everything I say. You're Fill your holes and overcome. I mean, we're just talking about masturbation. Okay. Basically, I just witnessed to people for Jesus. Fill the hole in your soul. And then overcome is like a victorious, happy word. And you're like, know. everything is about sex. Sex. Word sex. Hey, this, this person sex. says rabbit hole. Like it's just. I think I have There's PTSD. Nothing sexual about a rabbit hole. Last episode. <laughs> You're verbally horny. Do you want to do one more? Or do you feel like that's it? No, let's do one more. Okay, we're gonna stay on relationships. I'm just. I okay. feel like we've already is, gone down yeah. that hole. You could say down that path. Okay. Hi, ladies. My question is. This is actually kind of related to the other one. How do you know whether you should stay in a relationship and try to work it out or if you should ditch the relationship because there's a better person out there for you? Jesus, these are hard today. Okay, but here, oh my God, Allison just, her eyeballs bugged out at me and her hands threw up in the air by themselves because she said hard. You're a 12 year old boy. I'm really too far. Can I say something regarding this? Yeah. Okay. It's a woman, right? You said? Yeah. Okay. I want to say to her, you already know. Oh, that's so good. We do. We have to learn to trust our instincts. We already know. It's so true. Yeah. And I'm going to say this too. There were times with Robbie where it was so hard to kind of reconcile because I felt in my heart that he was my soulmate. Like I was like, this is, but the way he was living his life at that time, because at that time he was not sober and I was, and there was just no way to get around that. Like Mm -hmm. it was like this huge divide, like it was unsurmountable, like we weren't going to get through it. And so intellectually it was like there's no practical way to be with this person right now like it's not reasonable so even though I felt to my innermost like self like he is the person but this just isn't right yeah sometimes love is not enough it's true and so at that moment like I had to walk away and that was like what started the 10 years it took him a long time to get sober it took another eight years until he got sober yeah and so I didn't sit around like holding, a, you know, like thinking like, oh, you know, like we're going to get back. To yeah, I just yeah. didn't. I just was saddened because I was like, I love this person so much. But the circumstances are telling me that this is not right. Yeah. And so obviously she has something because she's thinking about it. She's right? questioning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so mm-hmm. something isn't right about Something's it. Not right. It doesn't mean it's a person, it, it, you it know, like the time. Maybe there's something in the future where it will feel right. And I think like Dana said, you will know. Mm-hmm. That was pretty brilliant. You already know. I mean, really, that was a good answer. No, it's not. My, I can't take credit for it. It's not mine. I feel but. like you can. Okay. <clears throat> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I just feel like just because it's not right right now, you you do never know what's going to happen. Like yeah. I'm not the only story in the world. No, where people something... come in and out of your life. They do. So don't say in and out. Oh, it's God. Dang. This is awful. 
It's probably because I told the threesome story. I mean, now it's just there's no now you're way. Just like, yeah, there's all no way to Ugh, I don't know how I feel sitting across from an aroused Allison. I don't think I feel. You've been masturbating the whole time. Oh, you're gross. Neva's <laughs> corner. Hi, Neva. Ugh. I'm so. I actually am legitimately sorry today. I don't know why. Everything is reminding me of sex. Oh, it's God. so weird. But I feel like, I mean, I just don't know what to say. I mean, you're a sexual person. I've oh, been, my God. What? I'm just Stop telling well, my grandma sex she's before. I'm just, you, know, know. I'm, she, you exist. So she had to have had oh, sex God. with somebody. I'm just saying, like, you know how sometimes your head goes into the gutter and then you can't. I don't know why. So I'm sorry that everything has reminded me of sex and that I have made totally reasonable words seem sexual. Okay. Dear Grandmama, I'm sorry that I'm d- disgusting sometimes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry that I want to be um, sexually wild in a foreign country. What? Oh my God. Okay. Um, I don't really want to. It just sounds fun. Mm-hmm. And Stop saying you're hung like you're my grandma. I feel like we're at confessional right now. And grandma, I'm sorry that Allison, first of all, said she hasn't met any of the other Neva's corners that she's ever done because she said this time I'm really serious. And, and also that she keeps interrupting it. Neva's corner. I really feel like you didn't respect the corner this week. I did. If anything, this was the one I respected the most. I legitimately feel bad. (laughs) Are we having a stare off? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This was an accidentally very sexual episode. Yeah, accidentally. Sorry about it. Oh, no, this wasn't an accident. It was was my friend's fault. Again, almost just said his name because he started with a one night stand. So it sent us down the rabbit hole. Yeah, but nobody's a bad person for having a one night stand. Of course not. Nobody's of course not. Nobody's a bad we're not here to judge your sex lives. We I, don't give a there fuck. There are very few people I think are legitimately bad people. Uh yeah, that's true. As Except a matter of fact, like, Dana is just like living pillars. vicariously through all of you because she wants to have a fucking romp in like Sweden <laughs> or something. It's so bizarre. Why does it have to be in a foreign country? I don't know. It sounds exotic. <laughs> <laughs> you were just in a foreign country. Did you try to have sex with anyone? No. <laughs> Not one person. <laughs> we so want to thank everybody for sending in your questions and your absolute yours. We have a bunch of get ready for a lot of absolute yours in the next people episode. People are really responding. Get yeah, I got. I'm like boat, getting lo- like I have a lot to get through. So we might have an absolute yours heavy one next episode. Uh, if you have things you want to tell us, if you want to tell me why I keep dressing down, if you want to ridicule us for our sex lives or lack thereof, if you have problems you need answers to or if you have an absolute yours you can email us at absolute worst podcast at gmail.com uh, you can also follow us on twitter facebook and instagram we love getting your feedback yes. i've been getting so much funny stuff i, I love can't it even people are you. way funnier than we are that is for sure true we're just the we're just the conduit that is 100 percent true when dana was in mexico i was in charge of our instagram so i just posted dildo pictures every day it was the worst people were so excited to have me back i've never felt so welcome <laughs> but those dildo pictures came from our listeners i want you to know that i've gotten <laughs> no, i didn't search for a single Please one of those send us dildo keep sending pics. dildo pictures no. we love everybody so much let's just end really quickly oprah i am following you on twitter i'm stalking you 
we pray to you today that you help us guide, (laughs) that you lead us with your example, that you help Dana to learn not to masturbate in public places. Oh my God, you're so gross. In Oprah's name, we pray. No, Oprah's not a God. You don't know that. Why would you say that? That's blasphemy. Oh my word. This is a fake it till you make it moment. This has been the absolute worst podcast. I love you, Allison. Bye. Bye. Shut up and sit down.